Good morning, Bruce. A very appropriate Monday, too. We're heading into the Easter weekend. Um, we are. And ham is a big deal for a lot of people on Easter. And you see ham as a, as a palate that you can do a lot of things with. I guess, <laughs> that's <certainly>. correct. <laughs> I, that's a very good way of putting it. Thank you. Uh, yeah, whether you just like ham or whether you actually are serving it for Easter, um, we have lots of ways to help you with, with ham. And there's there's some traditional hams that are that are in your regular grocery store, like, you know, your bone-in whole or boneless whole ham, your half, you know, with the shank or the butt, and uh, we get asked about those all the time, which one's better, shank or a butt? They're, they're really the same, it's just the, the whole um, muscle is cut in half. Uh, those little cottage rolls that are the little little ones that we sometimes people will call them a football ham. Yeah. Uh, those are those are great value if they're on sale. That can be really good, especially for a smaller smaller group of people. And the the newer one now is the spiral hams. They've been around for a few years, and a lot of people really like them because they're easy to carve uh, and they look really nice. You just slice right down beside the bone, and you take that whole group of meat and just lay it out on your platter, and you still get that bone if you like to. You know, do uh, a split pea soup or a bean soup or something afterwards. So uh, the thing to look for is a best before date, of course, but also are you buying a cooked or ready-to-eat ham? Mm. You still want to heat it up. It gives you a better mouthfeel uh, and and uh, and better taste, I think. Uh, and that's um, to 140 degrees Fahrenheit. If you get one that says uncooked or partly cooked or you're not sure, then you need to treat it like an uncooked piece of meat, and you need to cook it to 160 degrees Fahrenheit. Okay. So um, lots of ways to cook them. You can cook them in your oven. We have lots of recipes for uh, choices of glazes, that sort of thing. Uh, you can cook them in your slow cooker, and a lot of people are doing that now. And we have, I think, two recipes done in the slow cooker. Sounds a bit wrong to cook something like a ham in your slow cooker, but they actually turn out great. Um, you can also do them on your barbecue. I don't think we've done one on the barbecue yet, but I'm going to try that this year. I want to try oh, okay. a ham on the barbecue. Yeah, so we could walk you through it if you're interested in some information on how to do it on the on the barbecue. A lot of people buy those um, countertop roasters as an extra little oven, and that's great for the ham if it'll fit in there, um, be, and it should act just like your own, you know, uh, your own uh, oven as far as timing sure. and, and temperature. So, and we have lots of recipes for ham leftovers. Goodness, we have lots of ways <laughs> for you to use up that, you know, that extra ham because sometimes you can't buy exactly the size you want or, or you, you misjudge or something. Yeah. And so you can Good. give us a call or at coblueflamekitchen.com. And I think everybody sort of has their favorite. Do you have a yeah. favorite ham? Well, you know, I remember as a kid being invited to some friends, uh, and we went over there. This woman, she had the thing stuck full of cloves, and there was pineapple slices on it. Oh, this is too pretty to eat. We can't yeah. eat this. But, <laughs> exactly, uh, yeah. But, but cloves and pineapple go together, do they? They do. Yeah. They do. And it, and it flavors the ham nicely. You don't mm. have to do a pre-rub or anything. Uh, then you take those off before you do the slicing, though. Sure. Makes so it it's easier. at coblueflamekitchen.com. Yes, it is, or one eight seven seven four two zero nine zero nine zero. Perfect. Thank you, Janine. Happy Easter. You too. Thank you.